What does it practically mean to feel happy, to feel whole, to feel alive and have what you need and what you want to make changes in your life to get there? What does that look like in a realistic way? Listeners, we are Happy Go Moody Podcast with your hosts Vivian and Natalia, and today we want to explore the question of self-care, self-love, and what can we tell you that's our experience, right, Natalia? Yes, let's do this. So, to me, I think the biggest thing ever is feeling that you are enough. I don't think we feel we are enough. And feeling we're enough and accepting that your life is a unique expression of who you are. And when I say unique, I mean it. Like we have a one-of-a-kind experience, all of us. So it's so valuable. And I think because of this uniqueness of who we are, there's no need to prove or to explain or to battle others in order to show people that we are enough. So I think that's a start for me, at least. I think I spent a lot of time in my life not feeling like I was enough, and I didn't even was aware of that. And then I spent a lot of energy trying to prove myself, and and that is in a way kind of damaging. I feel that we come to when we come to accept our story as ours to shape things, have a different flow to it. I don't know. What do you think about that? No, I I agree. I think I spent a long time of my in my life just um, chasing for you know what do I need to do next and uh, and I think not only me but I know a lot of people keep looking for approval or thinking okay I need to be this successful or have you know this house or this car or this family or whatever to feel like you were something to feel like you got there. You are where you want to be. But this is just, for me, it's just like you're always chasing for the next step. At least that's how it was my whole life. It's like, okay, now I have to go to college. And now I have to get a job. And then you're in that job. It's like, now I need a better job. Now I need to have a house. I need to have a husband. Yeah, it's following like, it's kind of following these preset templates that existed before we arrived. Exactly. The life that's like... It's not a unique expression of you, but it's a formula that was created. And it's in place for a reason. I mean, these things do serve some people, right? It might not serve you or me, but I completely understand that. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I kept like chasing for this ideal life that, you know, like you now have a family, you now have a house, you now have a job. But then, but the funny thing is... it doesn't matter where you are or how far you got. You always feel like you have to keep looking. Okay, what is next? Now you need like a bigger house or you need a bigger, a better car. Or, and mm-hmm. and then one day I was just like, okay, stop. You know, when am I actually going to stop and enjoy and just be happy instead of just chasing for the next thing? And that's when I realized that what I wanted to do is really feel, I just wanted to feel good. And I like good feelings. I think there are good feelings and there's bad feelings, right? So happiness is a good feeling. Um, Jealousy or envy, that's a bad feeling. And I don't want to feel those things. And we all do because we're all humans and we have good feelings and we have bad feelings. 
but I start working on myself to try to feel more good feelings and less bad feelings, if that makes sense. And what you're saying is like for yourself, I guess you wanted to improve certain feelings that you felt like they were not favoring you. Yeah. I just think certain feelings are not adding, you know, they're not making you that. Yeah. They're not just adding to my life. And I, I always, since the beginning, I always chased to be a better person. I always wanted to be a better person. Like, and Madre Teresa, I mean, I think you say Mother Teresa, right? She was, she for me was always a role model since I was like a little kid. I was like, one day I want to be like her, selfless, you know, helping others. Yes, that she was always like my role model. And when you were little? And yes, I heard about her when I was, I don't know how old I was, but when I heard about her, like, she is amazing. You know, and then I start like, wow, I want to, I want to be that. I want to be able to help selfless people. And I made, I'm talking here like, wow, she's a good person. This Natalia girl, but they, no, I made a lot of mistakes and I made a lot of bad things. Right. And, and I probably hurt people on the way. So I'm not even close to be like Madre, Madre Teresa, but I, at least I wanted to be something like that. And I always try at least to improve. And the thing is throughout my whole life, I made mistakes. I hurt people. And then I felt bad about that. And, um, and then I had to learn to forgive myself. And that's a big thing. How can you love yourself? If you feel guilty, if you know you did something bad, right. And then you feel like you deserve to be punished. I don't know. Some people have different feelings, but one big step for me to be able to like really increase my love for others is for me to increase my love for myself because it's easier for you to love others if you love yourself. And for me to love myself, I had to really learn to forgive myself for all my mistakes and for mistakes I still do, right? We all make mistakes every day. And uh, I'm not saying, oh, it's okay. I'm going to go there and make a mistake on purpose. No, that's not the point. It's just like, if you say something stupid, when you realize, okay, I shouldn't have said that because maybe I'm making someone feel less, you know, or, or I don't know then you just forgive yourself and work on it. And I don't know. So I, I've been looking. So the searching for self-love is something that is very important for me because I think if you, if you, for example, you're scrolling through Instagram or Facebook and you see a post of someone and instead of feeling, oh, that's so nice. Look, this person has been to this place and is having so much fun. If instead of feeling that I'm feeling, Ah, oh, shoot, this person on vacation, I wish I was on vacation. That's not a good, I don't want, I don't want to send that energy to this person that just posted. I want to send that person just happiness and, you know, like be happy for them. And if you're not, if you look at the post, instead of being happy for them, you're jealous. That's because something inside of you is saying that you are not happy with your life right now. There's something missing, right? You need to fulfill that. And, and that's what I was working on it. I, I want to, get those feelings of, you know, jealousy or envy away. And to do that, I really have to approve of my life and who I am so I can be happy for others. That's why I said to be happy for others, you have to be happy with yourself. I have a question for you. I understand what you're saying, but to me, that is the tail end of like the lack of self-love, you know, is like the result of a life lived where I was never taught to love myself I was never taught of my value and so my question to you is that like how can we 
as parents of small children, um, reassure to them or teach them that they must love themselves. They must value who they are. They have a voice and that voice is valuable. How do you have anything that you put into practice with your daughter? Because I, I think in our generation, we are both like children from the 80s, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't think there was that awareness. And the result was like, you kind of, I don't know about you, but I didn't have a voice growing up. And, you know, you're, you're told many things just because of cultural and religious and all these like norms. Uh, where they put children in a certain space. And so how do you change that pattern now for this generation that you are raising? Well, I, when I, when I was a kid, my parents always told me how much they love me and how pretty I am. And, but I, somehow when I was a kid, I never really loved myself. I told you, I thought I was ugly. I, I didn't really, I was like, oh yeah, I am amazing. I will say it like out loud, but inside, that's not what I felt inside right? I had this big lack and I was not happy with who I was. And today I'm happy with who I am. And I know I still have a lot to learn. And um, as I said, I still make mistakes, but I do try to do my best. And I, I think everyone is always trying to do their best and that's all we can do, right? And for Emma, because I want her to have self-love, I want her to love herself. I do some, I do an exercise that I, I started when she was a little baby, like since she was a baby, I'll put her in bed. And I, I think I told you that already, but we would say she could not speak at the time because she was a baby. I was always say like, thank you for my daughter. Thank you that she's so smart. Thank you that she's so kind. Thank you that, you know, she's so loving and she loved others and she's so loved by, you know, me and Jason. And, um, and we do that and start, then she started talking and now she does that. So before nighttime, we always say thank you for everything. And one thing that I always say is like, thank you that Em is so loved by mommy, by daddy and by herself. And then every time I ask her, hey, Emma, do you, who do you love? Sometimes during the day I, we ask, we talk about love and it's like, who do you love? And she's like, I love mommy. I love daddy. I love Emma. And when she makes mistakes, we, I think empathy is something very big. So I try to if she makes, she says something or she's mad about something. Instead of giving her like a lecture on something, I try to be with her. Like, you know, she says, I don't know, maybe she's having a tantrum because she really wants to not take a shower today and she has to take a shower. And then she's like throwing a tantrum. I don't want, I don't know. I, instead of like, no, you have to, because of this, I, I go next to her. It's like, Hey, I'm sorry. I, I understand taking a shower sometimes is a lot of work and that means you're not going to be able to play. Is that the reason why? And I get it. You don't want to take a shower. And then she says all the things she, what, what the reason why she's upset. She's like, yeah, I wanted to play now. And now I'm going to have to take a shower so we can talk about, we can talk, talk through. So I think that helps too, because you show to your kid that you are there with them. Right. And you understand what they're going through. Well, you're giving her a voice, right? And uh, you're giving her a chance to explain why doesn't she want to do something that is in your daily routine. Simple as that. I think that's important. But I, you know, what you're saying, some are actions and some are words. In my experience, um, 
children, they emulate a lot of the behavior of their parents and they learn way more from experiencing behavior than being told this or that. Um, and, you know, we are in a world that, in my experience, I practice self-love and I practice yes. um, creating my own way of living. And I have to say that that itself is like swimming against the current, you know. People don't, don't praise you for doing that. If you don't feel well for whatever reason and there is a family commitment and you were expected to be there, but you tell them, I don't feel well. Simple like that. I don't feel well, so I don't think I'm coming. I, my head is not in the right place. I don't think I'm coming. That is a problem, at least in my family. You know, in my direct family or my husband's family, there is an issue then. Be the behavior of the parents go a long way. And I think I want to bring something up, actually. Our friendship is as strong as it is today because we do give space to one another to, one, make an appointment that we are going to cancel later, make an appointment of a time, even for these recordings, sometimes, actually, yeah. most of the time, both of us, we are like, yeah, let's meet Tuesday at 10 a.m. I'll text you, you know, at 9 30 can we make it 10 30 <laughs> and later can we make it 11 and there's never a reaction like ah oh, what the fuck you know i was waiting for you at then it's like giving each other room to make a mistake to make an adjustment of course uh, this is just an example right i'm not pro leaving people waiting for me or and i know you're not either but so i think a lot is a lot is in the behavior of the parents and the behavior of the family around the parents and the behavior of the, the people in school. So I don't think it's a world that's catered for you to cultivate uh, self-love, self-care. How many times, like you, even after the pandemic, people will get jobs and they want to work from home and that's just not a possibility. Or, you know, there's many, many examples. I didn't get what I'm trying to say. No, I get it. I think, I think our friendship is so strong, too, because I think you learn, right, how to love yourself. And you are in a point that you're, you know self-love is important. Me, too. And I think when the person has self-love and you really love itself, it's so much easier for you to love others and have compassion. And, like, what you said about giving each other space if you have, comp I think they lack a lot in a lot of people, compassion. And I keep saying compassion, compassion. You have to have compassion towards others. And if you have that, you are going to give them their space. You, instead of, instead of nagging people, instead of, you know, like judging, gossiping, have compassion. And um, the behavior, I, I totally agree that behavior of the parents reflect more on the kids than the words. So one thing that I didn't even know I did, and Jason brought it up to me, and I thought, this is big. He's so right about that, is that one time I, I tried some clothes on to go out, and Emma was right next to us. And I looked at myself. I was like, oh, man, this looks horrible. Look at my body. I don't like it. 
you know, I look, I look ugly in this clothes. Oh. Jason pulled me aside and he's like, hey, I don't like, oh, I said something about like, I look fat. I said something like that. You know, I'm like, I'm a skinny person, right? But you know, like sometimes you just feel bloated and I just didn't feel like, okay. And then I said like, oh man, I look fat in this outfit. I don't like it. And then Jason pulled me aside. He's like, please, can you not say things like that in front of Emma? Because I don't want her looking at you and you saying those things. And she's going to say, she's going to think that that's, you know, that you have to act that way. Or if someone that is like technically skinny, like me saying, I look fat, that what, what are you teaching your kid? Right. And he, he pulled me aside and said that. And I was like, oh man, he's so right. I have to be very conscious about how I treat and what I say about myself, you know, in front of my kid. And that's where I started really trying to do a little bit more of a positive image for my body. Cause you know, um, growing up, especially in Brazil in the eighties, the body and the appearance is a big thing. And then you kind of like grow up just learning that, you know, that you're just not happy with yourself. And I had to just accept my body and accept who I am and, and the way I act and stuff to be able to teach my kid to learn those things too. But I only, I'm only able to teach her if I actually feel that way. Otherwise, how can I, you know, how can I teach her self-love if I hate myself? It, this is hard. That's why I said I've been for self-love. I have to learn to forgive myself. I have to learn to love myself to be able to actually show that to her so she she can understand that and she can love herself and and then we can love others i think you know i'm not like i'm not a big religious person in bible and stuff but i think there's a passage in the bible and people can correct me on that that uh, someone said or jesus said i don't know that if you give the shirt for the other if you're wearing one you know if you have two shirts you have to be wearing one and then you give to the other you don't take the shirt of your own body to give to the person because then you're not gonna have a shirt something like that and whoever knows the bible really i didn't know that well i'm not a bible reader but so that is a great point though that is an excellent point this is is mental health self-care yes right my psychologist always says you cannot, it's like being in an airplane, you know, the, the masks, the, how do you call it? The emergency masks are going to fall. You need to put yourself first, put it on yourself first, and then you offer to the people next to you. So I don't have a kid, so I'm not going to help my kid, but I'll help whatever kid is besides me. <laughs> I'm not against that. <laughs> It doesn't need to be a kid. It could be a dog. It could be a pig. Many things are flying nowadays. But uh, I grew up with a mother that hated her body. That has that had a huge effect on me in so many different ways. I that's one area that I actually struggle and I'm working on it. I've been in therapy for you know a considerable amount of time, and I made a lot of progress. But my self image is something that I struggle with less than before but it's still like a big obstacle uh that being said though I have learned to love myself I I used to not like my hair growing up as a little kid you know I feel like I was trying to be this like photocopy of what I thought it was what, what I was taught that was beautiful by tv or by men's judgments like my dad or like uh my uncle so I really had to go outside of me 
to please others, you know, to prove to other people that I was as good as what they thought it was good. And to me, that was very harmful. So I think the first couple of times that I start realizing like that is fucked up, you know, because I would dress up I'm not a girly girl and at the time like growing up in my early teenagehood I would dress up and wear something a little bit with more of a heel and wear tight clothes and you know you're in a very hormonal state so you want to please boys you want boys to look at you and at the same time you don't want them to look at you too much so it's a very confusing time and I felt like a clown literally I would dress up and feel like this clothes makes me look like a clown because I was actually betraying myself and what I really like to wear, you know? So to me, it was a slow learning process from that moment on. Um, it's been a long time since my teenagehood, but yes, I, I going back to what we were talking, I think that we first need to love ourselves and understand who we are so we make decisions that are favorable to our growth. And then we can then look at the other person being our partner, our parents, our friends, our kids, and offer some compassion because it's easier to understand what they go through when you understand who you are and what you've been through. But it takes some work, doesn't it? Yeah, no. It does. I think a good exercise that I just came up with. <laughs> yeah, so let's see if it just works. now. <laughs> Not just now, because we're talking about it. You're talking about your uncle. You're talking about that. I was just listening to you. And I think a good exercise, if you're, because a lot of people may be listening here, or maybe two people are listening. That's okay. <laughs> and are going to be thinking, okay, but well, but I love myself. You know, like I'm happy and I, and I do love myself. But if you, if you don't know for sure, or if you, I don't know, just thinking about it now, never stop to think about it. Think that, do that exercise. Is there anything in your life you're doing right now to get approval from others? Like you're going to go to a dinner with some friends or to a party. Are you putting this clothes or are you putting this shoe or the hair, whatever? Are you doing anything to get other people approval? Or are you doing that because you're feeling good on that? Are you chasing for a career for other people's approval so people can look at you and say, oh, look at her, she got this or because that's going to make you happy. I think that's a good exercise to understand. Are you doing this for you or for others? Because every time you're doing something for others to get approval is because something is lacking inside of yourself. Because if you really truly love yourself, you don't need anyone's approval. And that took a long time for me to learn. But I think, and I'm not like 100% there yet, but I do understand now that I, I I just recently quit my job, you know that, and I it was very hard. And I did think like, what do I want to do? You know, what do you, Natalia, want to do? And I like, I don't want to work here anymore. I was working there, and uh, and I quit. And I was like, yeah, but they are not gonna like, and what people are gonna say? You're gonna be unemployed, and you're gonna be like, and I had to really stop and think like, why am I looking for people's approval on what I am gonna do? You know, what is gonna make me happy? So I had to shut down all those voices in my head that is not really talking to myself and listen to what I want, what would be good for me, what do I need? And I needed a break. I needed that. 
I was like, I need to concentrate in my family. I need to concentrate on my life. And that's the best for me. And it was hard. But once you can shut down those outside voices and they're like people approving of your behavior, you, you, that's a big step. And that's hard sometimes. But I feel that if you are happy with yourself and you love yourself, it's so much easier to not feel jealous, to not feel irritated, um, to not feel you know envy. And you can just spread love easily if you are in love with yourself. But if you don't love yourself, how can you love others? It's like, how can you feel the love for a totally stranger person that comes next to you? Like, how can you love them? It's, it's hard, right? Um, I don't know. I, I, my, my goal in life, yeah. My goal in life is always to, to love them. And that's another thing that is also in the Bible. And I remember my grandma would always tell me, you have to, you're so Christian. This I know, episode, I know, girl. right? <laughs> a Christian superstar. I know. No, my uh, grandma used to say that to me and it really bugged me because she said somewhere in the Bible, again, I don't know. I never read the whole Bible, just FYI. So, I, but somewhere in there. I don't think many people have. read the whole Bible at that time. <laughs> I don't know a lot of things are in there, but anyway, um, she says something about you have to love your next, right? I think in Portuguese, you say your, your próximo, you have to love the, your next, the, the person next to you. And I'm like, who the heck is the next? Is that my husband? Is that my parent? Oh, you have to love your neighbor. I your think na- oh, your neighbor in English. Okay. Right? I, in like, Portuguese, it's the yeah. próximo, which is, yeah. yeah then the person next to you, the person next to you is yeah. like, love your neighbor. Love yeah. your neighbor. And I was like, what does that mean? What does that mean? And I think now I understand. And you always bug me because I always ask, like, who the heck is the neighbor? You know, like, who is it? And now I understand as whoever, you know, whoever is right next to me. Like, if I'm in the train, the person that is there in the train with me, that's my next. And next, that's the neighbor. Um, And how can you love someone you haven't met yet? You know, you don't even know. What if this person is a total asshole? Sorry, my language. But it's like... and I, and I had to really, and I really wanted to practice that. I like, I want to love everyone, but it got so much easier to understand that and to act that way. If I start really loving myself and being with more compassion inside of me. So I, I think it's hard. If you are hungry, if you're tired and you're in the train, how the heck can you love the person next to you? Right, because you're not feeling the law for yourself because you're freaking hungry and all you can think about is a burrito. You're gonna be mean to people, you know. <laughs> well, that's another thing about self-care, you see, like because to me, self-care also comes to the basics, which is I'm hungry. If I recognize that I'm hungry and I do get a little moody when I'm hungry. I'm going to watch my interactions and I'm going to make sure that I have a bite to eat. If I am sleepy, and that's a big one for most people, like when you are like overworked and you don't sleep enough, you don't rest enough, you become quite difficult to deal with (laughs) because you're you're putting on other people. You start, I think happiness and unhappiness, they are contagious. So if I'm unhappy, if I'm irritated, I'm going to spread that around unless I cultivate the awareness that, oh, right now I'm very tired 
and I feel irritable. So I'm going to watch my interactions and I'm going to make sure that maybe I'll take a nap. Maybe I'll stop working a little earlier. I'm going to go to bed earlier. Maybe I don't have that option. I can't take a nap. I can't stop working. What can I do to ease into my day? What can I do to like create some space to rest? So I think that's also a very good point on self-care. Like, Yes, you can be shit. Listen, I don't want to love everyone like Natalia. I don't care. <laughs> I love myself. I love my family. I love my friends. If I'm in the train, I don't necessarily want to love the person sitting next to me. But it doesn't mean I hate them. I'm just like, cool, you're there. I'm here. I respect your space. You respect mine. If you don't respect mine, it's not something I should, you know, it's not a big deal. I can move. Um so you know it's like we are all different natalia wants to love everyone i do I love just some people <laughs> but self-care is take care of your hunger take care of your body take care of your mind take care of the the environment around you that is such a huge thing for me like i'm sitting here i'm talking to you i'm in my husband's office because we're still creating spaces in the house we live in. We haven't lived here in the in a long time. Um, but I made the office look nice with plants and like, you know, a chair to sit on the side, a desk. And to me, that makes me feel good. Therefore, that makes me perform better. And if I'm on the phone with someone having a conversation, if I'm recording a podcast, if I'm on in a meeting, I have a state of mind that's like clear and focused because I'm in an environment that it's cultivating well-being for me, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. I think I think one thing that we've been talking about like self-love and self-care is just a lot of people see this as a constant, right? Okay, you get there. I love myself. Okay, I'm done. I already love myself. But that's no, something that, yeah, no. you keep... I can love myself right now and in two minutes, maybe I don't anymore, right? So it's something that it changes. It's like, yeah, I love my daughter always and forever. It doesn't matter how she acts. I love her, but do I act with love towards her? And sometimes I don't, right? Sometimes I'm angry and I may not acting with love towards her. Maybe I'm being mean to her or to my, or my husband is easier to say because I'm way kinder to my daughter than to my husband. <laughs> I love my husband. But sometimes I'm irritated or whatever. I am not acting with love towards him, right? And that's the same thing we do with ourselves. So just so you understand, just loving yourself, not something, okay, I got there and that's it. I love myself. I'm done. No, it's, it's an everyday, you know, it's a work in progress. You're always doing that. And our body has feelings, right? We have a physical body and we we are hungry sometimes we are tired we need to pee we're cold and there are so many different feelings that our, our body has needs and we have to fulfill those needs and when those needs are not fulfilled it may you know change our mood so this is very very important and it's something so basic that some adults they still don't get it it's like sometimes i'm at work and this person is like so me this person that is my friend is acting so mean and doing something and i'm like are you hungry? And then they stop like, oh, yes, I am. I was like, okay, did you realize you're being like an asshole right now? <laughs> and the whole reason why is because you're hungry. It's like, you have to be self-aware of your needs, of your body needs. Uh, and, and that's a big one for me. If I'm hungry, I, I get mean 
So I, I know that I try to carry a snack with me. So I am not, I don't get to get mean, right? If I am tired, I know a lot of people get mean when they're tired. For me, it's weird. If I didn't sleep, I, I let's say I spend the, the whole night awake. The next day, I'm going to be depressed. You come to me and you say, hey, Natalia, how are you? And I'm like, oh, wow, I think she doesn't like me. Her how are you was a little weird. <laughs> oh, my God. Super extra sensitive. If I'm tired. You have oversensitive. I am, uh, yeah, totally oversensitive. I think everything's like, oh, man, they don't like me. Oh, no, what did I do? I guess super oversensitive if I'm tired. And different things, you know, different needs cause different feelings on my on me. So if you master those and you understand what they are, you're like, okay, wait, it's not that they don't like me. It's just I'm tired. You know, it's not that I am irritated right now because I cannot do this. It's because I'm hungry. And then once you get that and you can like improve and, and get a little better. And I think it's a work in progress and I keep working on that. But yeah, I do want to love everyone. So yeah. Anyone out there? You're crazy. If you are working on yourself, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> get ready. We're gonna get romantic now. No, no. Yeah, get ready. Everyone I out there, you are loved. You are seen. If you are looking for yourself, love. Just think that if a crazy person called Natalia that doesn't know you thinks she can love you, I think you can do that too, right? I just, I just believe mm. that. And there is more people Dude, like I me. I think so. that give it a couple of days. Excuse me. Excuse me. Give it a couple of days. I'm going to break Natalia. She's not going to love everyone. She's going to be more realistic. Okay. I'm all for supporting our <laughs> listeners, but I don't know. I don't get by this thing that she wants to love everyone. I do. I do. I, I, that's what I, I want. And that's what I try to really do on my day to day life. And I fail. Yeah. Sometimes I fail. Sometimes I'm mean. Of course, we because it's not possible. We can love everyone. Well, we can try. We can love some people. Yeah. Some people is fine, fine, Natalia. It's not fine. <laughs> it's not fine. Just some. It's not fine. I want just to to everyone. And I know it's hard, but I don't know. If we if you love yourself, I think you can love others, even if you don't know them. That's why I, I love myself as much as possible. <laughs> I don't love everyone, Natalia. What are you trying to say? I try to say that that's what no, I, I, I think want everyone to is cheer. I know, I'm, I get it. I'm I get joking. It. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Calm down. You can love everyone. Uh, I no, I, I get it. I get it. she is like that, people. Natalia, she's in training to be to go to heaven. That's the reality. <laughs> I don't believe in it. <laughs> she wants to go to heaven really bad. And uh, she is honestly, I don't believe in heaven. So that's that's a thing. I don't you don't know. I, I didn't know that you didn't believe no. me. I don't believe in heaven. I'm not well, I don't believe in Christianity. Let, so. Yeah, let me put it this way. I don't believe in heaven the same way people believe. Like there's a has heaven and a hell. That's no. You know, heaven for me is a state of mind. Yeah. Heaven for me is a state of mind. And um, you can be in heaven on earth and you can be in hell on earth. No, you can be like where you are right now, your house, you can make it a heaven or you can make it a hell, you know? And I just, that's, that's for me what is heaven. And I don't think that if you don't accept Jesus, you don't go to heaven. I don't think that. 
because if that's the thing, I, no one said that. I just that you believe. Yeah, that. I just I, that would not be fair. <laughs> just wanted to clarify. Like, I don't want to go to a heaven that most of my friends are not going to be there. It's like, no, thank you. You know. <laughs> oh my God, your friends are bad people. That Jesus doesn't love Natalia. Is that what you're trying to say? No. Was, are you talking about me, Natalia? No, I wasn't talking about Is you. Is this funny. directed to me? <laughs> No, I said people who don't accept because a lot of the Christians say you have to accept Jesus to go to heaven, right? And I, I don't think, I don't think that's. I mean, I have a lot of friends that don't believe in Jesus. Like that doesn't mean they're not. You know, like that's yeah. that's but just is, yeah. yeah. It's a conversation, a conversation for another day. For another day, but people. but we're Jesus yeah. was not invited yeah. to this um, episode. So. I do, by the way, I am not a, a crazy Christian, I guess, like people would say, but I do believe, I do believe in Jesus. I believe in him, but I don't believe if you don't believe in him, you're not going to go to heaven. So I am a little, con, con, I mean, I don't know, a weird Natalia, Christian, we're talking about self-love, so focus. Um, <laughs> did Jesus love himself? <laughs> did you start talking about heaven? I was like, what? <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> Let's talk about Mother Teresa. That's better. Yeah. I think she had self love, but I don't know. I never met her in person. I don't know much about her, <laughs> but I think you know. You were saying like, oh, there are days that I don't act lovingly towards my daughter, and to me, like, there's a difference there. Like, I think I can love myself. I learned how to love myself, but. Some days I don't like myself, but I still have the underlying love in the back of my mind that like, because I'm working on it actively, weekly. So, you know, I love my husband always, but sometimes I don't like him. And I tell him like, you're pissing me off. Gotta go away. Give me some space. I think it's okay to have a day off, you know, that you are off. You, you are not acting in the best way that you can you're not even towards yourself you know i think you're you are of course yeah like what you said before like it's not like oh now i love myself and everything is wonderful and they they she lived happily ever after there's no such a thing so it's like a constant work and it's hard work but it pays off it's so good when you feel yourself uh and you feel like grounded in your own love for yourself you know it's a very fulfilling feeling um yeah fulfilling is the word because i think i feel a void or i felt a void for a long time in my life there was a void inside of me and um and that void is fulfilled you know when i am meditating and i'm like i am in a good moment right now and i'm in love with myself and i say in love with myself because i really feeling that love right at that moment um, then it's like that void is not there. In your life, on the day that you're feeling off, a day that you're like, I love myself, but I don't actually like myself. Like that day that you were in front of the mirror thinking like, oh my God, I look awful and I look fat while, you know. Yeah, I, I think, okay, other than meditating, I try to do this every day. Something that, you know, to bring myself to center again. And you can call meditation or prayer. Sometimes it's more kind of like meditation. Sometimes it's more like prayer, but it's one of one of another. Um, I do when that happens, and especially when Jason pulled me aside and I realized, oh, shit, you know, I shouldn't have thought that or said that. Um, I try to think, okay, why am I feeling this way? Am I hungry? 
Do I really need to pee? Am I stressed out because I don't want to go to this place? Because there's always a reason behind why you're acting that way. For me, at least, I always find a reason. It's like, no, it's not that I feel like bad about this. It's because I just, you know, this dress is really not me. I hate wearing dresses. That's one thing. So sometimes it's that like, it's just, it's not representing me. I'm wearing this dress because Jason liked it or because someone else liked it. It's not me. So I just have to change clothes or is because I really don't want to go to this event and I'm going kind of like force or something. So I try to understand the reason behind it. And a lot of the times it's like, okay, I'm off because I'm hungry. I'm off because I'm tired. I'm off because I'm not happy with this situation, you know, or because we're too, I, I don't know. There is always something else there but it causes that. So I try to just, whenever I realize I'm off, because sometimes you don't notice, right? So you can act on it. So the most important thing is, is to identify, okay, something is off here. And when you identify, you try to understand why. And then you just try to work on the reason, the root cause. And if the root cause is, I just really need to freaking pee, you know, <laughs> then I stop everything and go pee. There you go. <laughs> it was easy, but I just didn't realize that. I would go even further because besides the your like body needs, like using the bathroom, eating, resting, if that's that's complete, that's not the area that's lacking. I have days sometimes that I just feel depressed or I feel enraged. <laughs> <laughs> just want to kill everyone i just want to kill my husband and bury him in the yard it's just like one of those days sometimes it's hard for me to pinpoint what is it sometimes it's not but no matter what i do take some days to just be like i feel shitty and i feel shitty that's it I live throughout my day feeling shitty and I accept that feeling because we are not going to feel good all the time. And I, I take that moment to see like, what does it feel, you know, to feel like off and to go through my day and try not to offend anyone, try not to argue with anyone, try to be nice to my pets and my plants and my environment because, you know, it's a struggle. <laughs> It's not all daisies and and la di da. So I do have depression. I have anxiety. I am on medication for it, but medication it, it's great and it helps you. But it's just a a step into like okay, this is gonna help me so I can keep working on myself. So I definitely have days that is not my needs in terms of eating, sleeping, and using the bathroom. It's I feel shitty and I have to take that feeling and embrace it and give it attention just as I give attention to when I feel happy and I feel like overcome with the feeling of happiness. Sometimes I feel overcome with the feeling of sadness. So I feel like, you know what? Sadness have been with me since very little, since I was very little. So I might as well just hold its hand and go throughout my day because if I am sad, and I'm sad often, clearly sadness wants my attention. So, and I noticed that the days that I give it attention being that I'm just going to be quiet and feel sad. I'm going to read a book today. I'm going to go for a walk on my own and feel sad. When I carve this time to give sadness some attention and I look at my sadness and say like, hello, friend, uh, 
nice to see you again. Uh, is it nice? Maybe not, but I'm going to lie to it because <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to feel welcome. It happens so less often when I do that. You know, it happens so less frequently. So that would be my tip is like, you have a bad feeling. Even you mentioned jealousy, right? That we feel jealous sometimes. That's not my personal struggle, but if you're jealous, invite jealousy for a cup of coffee, you know, have a conversation with it. Like, what's up with that? Like, why, why are you feeling this way? Yeah, that's perfect. So I, I love what you said. Um, so I think the more you work with the feeling, the more you can understand and be there. And, and, and I learned compassion through that. So it's important because if I hadn't that had a feeling, maybe I wouldn't have had, you know, so much compassion in my heart. So for me, compassion and love, they, they, they walk hand by hand and they are very important. And those are the two feelings that I try to feel the most. But as you said, there are days that it's just off. It's just, I don't feel it, you know, that's, and that's okay. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think uh, all our feelings, they have a role in our lives. And, but somehow, for some reason, we live in a world that classifies, you know, you see a lot in this time where we are a lot on Instagram, YouTube videos, and this and that, TikTok. It's all, all the happiness and the good times is portrayed, and the rest is like shoved under the rug. But we are all human beings, people, like... If I'm sad, if I'm depressed, if I am angry, all those feelings, they have a role to play in my life because if they didn't, I wouldn't be feeling them. So I think it's very important to befriend our, our feelings and understand what they are and what is their purpose in our day-by-day -day life. I, I think the message that I, is important is it's okay to not love yourself. But, you know, it's good to work towards loving. And we were just so busy with the life that we have, with the daily things and I have to work, and I, that we forget sometimes to just take a second for, for us. And um, that's one of the main reasons why I, I quit. I'm like, I need to really focus on me. And I think this is a changing world, too. I will say I'm a skeptical of the world being a better place for us all. But I will say... There is a huge wave of the desire to create room for everyone to be included. We see that with like LGBT rights, women's rights, like minorities' rights. I am pro all those things, you know. I think it's so important to welcome people as they are to live in the world. We People, we are, it's not America or Brazil or India, whatever place you are. The world belongs to us as long as we belong to it. And we all have the right of some like space for ourselves. So I see like, don't you see like this desire to change this movement to like, let's be all inclusive here. Yeah. And I love that. I love that. I, I love it too. And I think people are learning to to love themselves this way they're fighting for other people to understand that they love themselves and that's who they are and i am 100 pro that and you have our support everyone yeah <laughs> support. and i mean it i support the inclusiveness to all being that i'm not a christian but dude you're a christian power to you does that religion make you a better person 
So go for it. Like, are you, do you go to the, you know, Macumba in Brazil? Awesome. Does that make you a better person? Keep on going. Like, you don't believe in anything? Great. Are you like transgender? Awesome. I feel like we all have a little room in the world and we all deserve to love ourselves. I don't care if my neighbor loves me. If You know, <laughs> like, I feel like, am I contributing to this world? Am I different? Do I like, I feel the happiest actually when I'm creating um, my own world, when I'm creating things my own way. I'm not a person that was born to copy my parents or my grandparents' lives or great-grandparents' lives. I chose to live a life that's different because I could see that the recipe they used, the ingredients did not work for me. When I put those ingredients in the little, you know, bowl and mix them up, it came out like a bad taste bread. <laughs> And I want a bread that I can taste and is delicious. So I am not using the same ingredients. But, you know, if, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, make your own recipe, you know, make your own recipe, go out and express to people. That's my recipe. You're going to find your way. You're going to find people yeah. that understand your recipe and are like, cool, I'm going to add some of those ingredients on my my bread too, you know. So go for it. I agree. I'll say learn how to forgive yourself, have compassion towards yourself, respect yourself, love yourself. And once you did that, you're going to learn to do that towards others and others are going to learn to do that towards you too. Because who can respect you if you don't respect yourself? So. so I believe that that's been our Happy Go Moody podcast for today. Don't forget to love yourself. Carve a little time. Look at yourself in the mirror. Say it to yourself. I love you. Beautiful thing.